want to live your dream The life savvy queen Let's start the show. The opinions expressed in this program are for general purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual on any specific security. The views of the podcast guest speakers are their own and are no way endorsed by encouraging your dreams. Hello, everybody. It's me, Dr. E, the life savvy queen, and I have been busy. I'm telling you, listen, I had launched a new business, right? So it's been a lot. I've been launching a new business, and any of you that are launching businesses, you know what I'm talking about. But it's a business that consists of three components, which is one is my podcast. The second one is the publishing company that I opened. And the third one is Christine Cozy Conference, which is a online store that I decided that needed to be out there. Anyway, I know you guys have all the big stores out there that you shop at so you can wear your everyday. But Christine Cozy Conference is a store that you can go to and it's focused on self-care. It's that store. It's like a Dr. E kind of a store. That store that you can go, you can buy what you need, different type of apparel that you can chill out at the house in. And not only can you chill out at the house, but if you need to go pick up that loaf of bread, you can do that too, all within the same thing. You ain't got to sit there and go change clothes in order to step out. It's the chill out at home type of apparel. So you can chill out at home and then step out all in the same thing. So that's me because I know how I am when it comes to dress. So I like to say that I style and profile, but that's not always the case. Sometimes I like to bum out, you know, just veggie at the house. And so I need veggie type clothes on. So with that being said, I launched it. So anyway, all of it ended up being up under Dr. E Inspirational Enterprises. But of course, if you go to EncouragingYourDreams.com, again, if you go to EncouragingYourDreams.com, you'll be able to see all that Dr. E has been up to, the reason why you haven't heard her on the mic. In addition to that, just a little something-something, if you put in EYDP1031, that's EYDP1031, so it's Encouraging Your Dreams Podcast 1031, so it's EYDP1031, you'll get a little bit of a discount off of anything that you order off of any one of the stores that I have up under Dr. E Inspirational Enterprises. But of course, again, you can just type in Encouraging Your Dreams and it'll take you right there so you can see what else I've been up to. So that way you can know why Dr. E haven't been on the mic the way she should be on the mic. It's been a little complicated, but I wanted to make sure that I give you more than just my voice. Let me start this podcast off right. So let me start it off with my little song that I wanted to sing because I felt like today I need to sing to y'all so y'all can know where I'm coming from, right? So... It's my party and I cry if I want to, cry if I want to, cry if I want to, you will cry too if it happened to you. Listen, I had to sing that song because I I have been crying, yo, I've been crying. Y'all like, Dr. E, what have you been crying about? I have been crying about getting older. I'm serious. Like, I'm starting to age, y'all. I'm looking at my age. I'm like, man, every time. You know, some people say you should be grateful for hitting the next year. And I'm saying, like, I am grateful. But at the same time, there's so many things that come to mind. Every time you hit a year, you start thinking that I'm like, Dr. E been in the zones. But anyway, I know y'all saying, don't cry, Dr. E. Don't cry. Don't cry. And I'm going to tell you something. I tried not to. And I'm still crying from time to time because of the fact that I'm getting older and there's nothing that I can do about it. But I'm glad to be above ground versus under it. So I guess there's not too much I can say. But anyway, this podcast is focused on the impact of aging. The impact of aging. And I have to say that because... 
there's so many things that we have to consider when we're aging. As we get older, we start looking at stuff a little differently. Things that we know we might didn't consider when we was younger, if we did consider it, we had a different view of it. So the first thing that impacts us is our health. Man, our health, our health. The second thing is going to be our finances. And then the third thing is going to be our social life. And I, I named it social life, but I can say social, spiritual life. Because up under that, that kind of consists of family, friends, uh, spirituality, and just the legacy itself that we're trying to leave behind. Because we start thinking about all of that. Because we start changing. The things that we used to do, all of a sudden we start changing that and we don't want to do those particular things anymore. Of course, when I talk about aging, there's so many things to hit. So I'm not going to get a chance to hit everything within this podcast. But I feel like I can hit a few things that some of you may can identify with. So the very first thing I want to talk about, of course, is going to be health care. Because health care is a big thing, man. I'm going to tell you. Woo-wee! I look at myself and I'm trying my best not to break down. And when I think about health care, I think about our physical health and our mental health. I have to consider both. As a matter of fact, I said that in the wrong order considering the field that I'm in. I think about our mental health and our physical health. Either way, I think about both of them. But let me talk about that just for a moment. Because I know you said... Dr. E, what you talking about? You know, you always talking about some stuff that sounds like nonsense. What you talking about, Dr. E? Well, I'm talking about things that we worry about when it comes to our health. I'm talking about our eyes. I mean, I mean, right now, I'm, I'm promising you guys that at nighttime, I promise you I can't see when I'm driving. I'll be struggling. I'm telling you. I open my eyes extra wide just to try to see the road. I mean, I'm telling you, them, these glasses starting to get thicker by the moment. My bones. Every time I'm walking, I'm cracking it. Crack, 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 crack. I mean, y'all don't even know. I'm sitting here like, oh, Lord. I'm like, I'm, 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 can I move, Lord? Can I move? You know? And so I start worrying about my bones, my nerves. You know, I start shaking. I'm like, what's that about? <laughs> I'm telling you. You want your heart to be pumping. You start thinking about the digestive system. I'm saying, and I know you said, like, Dr. E, do you go there? Why you go there, Dr. E? Why you go to the digestive system? But I'm just saying, after a while, you just start trying to make sure you move like you're supposed to move. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. We have to eat the right stuff. Back in the day, you know, beets look kind of funny to me. All of a sudden, I want to get some beets, some squash, some cabbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, them pinto beans looking good all of a sudden. You know, things that probably, you know, wasn't looking good all of a sudden looking good. Back in the day with them nachos. I was a nacho girl back in the day. But now all of a sudden, I, became, I went from a nacho girl to a beets girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm looking for them beans, them beans of that cornbread. And to be honest with you, I'm sitting here trying to keep that weight down so I have to X that cornbread. I'm just saying what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. We look now at things that provide us some nutrients. We have to have nutrients now. We weren't thinking about no nutrients back in the day. But nowadays, we have to consider that. Also, like I said, especially me, this Dr. E, I consider like our mental health. So our brains. And when I'm talking about our brains, I'm just, I'm just talking about, first of all, our memory. Can we remember stuff? I don't know about you, but Dr. E having a hard time remembering stuff. I'm like, did I say that? Did I do that? Did I, did I grab my keys? You know what I'm saying? Just the simple things started to throw me off. Things that you would think that you like, Dr. E, you ain't got no hand on that. I'm like, nah, I forgot. I Sometimes I be in the mid-sentence and I'm like, what I just say? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so true. Listen, I have to worry about that muscle. I'm like, dang, is that thing going to be working or what? Like, come on now. I need to be able to remember. I need to remember to eat. You know, we got people that are struggling with, like, dementia. You know, short-term memory, long-term memory. I'm like, can I remember to eat? 
You know, the rest of my body have to function, so I have to worry about my brain, my mental health, and then I have to make sure I'm in my right mind. I'm serious. Sometimes we go through emotional things, I just have to make sure I'm in the right place, that I'm making decisions, the right decisions at that. I'm telling you. People start trying to play you like you see now. So you have to be careful about that. These are things you have to worry about when you get older. You have, you know, you're looking at somebody saying, I ain't crazy. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I said. Because people will try to play you like that as you get older. The other thing is finances. I mentioned that. I mentioned that. Man, as you start getting older, you start worrying about, do I got enough to retire? I mean, you start thinking about retiring for real. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, real talk. We're supposed to think about retirement the first day we start working. Like, the first day we entered into the work. I mean, back from, I was in my teens when I entered into the workforce. I should have been thinking about retirement back then. But instead, you know, I was thinking about dressing to impress, getting my hair and my nails done. But as you get older, you start thinking about retirement. Do I got enough to retirement? And then, shoot, before I even get into retirement, you just want to know, can you provide for yourself day to day? Or just, just day to day as you lead up to retirement. And then, if you have people that are around you whom you love and you want to leave them a little something, something, you start thinking about that. Do I got anything to leave, to leave behind to those whom I love? My kids, my grandkids. It start getting rough when you start thinking about these finances because we don't know what to expect. There's a chance we might be here. There's a chance we may not. But at the same token, either way, we have to prepare. And that is complicated. It's complicated. How much I, I don't want to not spend my money because I ain't trying to leave it for everybody else to spend. But at the same token, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to spend it up and then I'm here a little longer than what I thought and I need a couple of dollars that I don't have. So there has to be a balance. And it's like, okay, what do we do when it comes to finances? And then we start thinking about our social life, our spiritual life. And it's like, who do I have in my corner? I, that's, I, let, let me slow down there. Who do you have in your corner? When you look around, who really for you? I'm telling you, it's like, like for real. Because some of you say, you know, I got my husband, I got my wife. You might have them, you might not. <laughs> I say that, you know, I got my mom, I got my daddy. You might have them, you might not. What I'm saying is, not people who's supposed to be there for you. Who do you really have that's a support system that's around you? And a lot of us do consider our mate, our kids, other family members, friends, or even maybe even our church members as people whom we can depend on. And so we start thinking about, like, who do we have in our corner? And then we start thinking about our spiritual life. Not all of us, but many of us do. We start thinking about our relationship with the Lord or, or whom or whatever you serve. But my, my point is we start thinking about where do we go from here? If I leave this earth today or tomorrow, where am I going to go? What's going to happen to me? And I think that that is one of the hardest thoughts, but it is what it is. I'm going to give you a little bit of a story. I know some of you may have heard this story before, but if you haven't, you're going to hear it now. And... I thought this was just like a very important story. And I'm hoping that you'll be able to glean some of the things that I'm trying to tell you within this story as I tell you this story. So here we go. I remember I was with a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. And I went to the doctor with them. And they went to the doctor to kind of check to make sure that they didn't have cancer. Cancer is a big deal. And we, I'm sure that either you've probably been through cancer or you know someone that had a cancer scare and been through it. And it's just, it's serious. Because at that point, it's almost like you look at the person thinking like, Lord, either, either you're going to fight or you're going to let it take you over. And when, you, when it's someone that you love, you're hoping that they would fight. But anyway, so I was with a friend of mine that was going to see if they had cancer. And so I happened to be there with this friend. And it was a, it was a group of women. It was a, it was a women's center. And when I walked in there and as a support system, because, of course, I'm being there as a support to them, 
There was three categories of women that I was looking at. And I'm telling you, it was the most overwhelming thing, but the most informative thing. And it gave me a different thought process. And what I mean by that is, here we go. Let me tell you about the three women and maybe that'll help you understand. There was those women who was coming to get tested to see if they had cancer. And then there was those women who was waiting to get the news to find out if they got it or not. And then the third tier was those people who had gotten the news and found out that they did have cancer. And it's the most interesting thing to see those women in each one of those stages and the look in their faces like deers in the headlights kind of thing. And so it's just it was just the most interesting thing and the most powerful thing because I paid attention probably to things that other people don't pay attention to. But it's almost like a why me? Why me? Because a lot of times things happen in our life and we tend to wonder, why us? Why me? Like, why did that happen happen to me? Now, don't get me wrong. There's nobody better than the other. So the realization is, why them? Why this person? Why that person? But in that moment when you're going through, it's like, why me? Out of all the people, how did, how did this happen to me? What did I do wrong? And it's even more interesting when the individual can look back at their life and realize that they have been very good when it comes to health. They've been trying to manage their health. They're doing everything they can. They're not smoking, they're not drinking, they're not, and then they look around and they still end up with cancer. Then they really got like that question mark of why in the world did this happen to me? But anyway, I was talking to a lady. I was sitting there and I was talking to a lady and she was in the third category. She had found out that she had cancer. She knew she had it. So now at this point, she was at the point that she was dealing with it. And she was talking about the initial shock before you get to the point of acceptance that you have it. Because at that point, you just got to deal with where you are. I mean, it's almost like you got to go hard because, unfortunately, there it is. You know, you make a decision like, dang, I'm kind of forced into this to this mode that I got to get into to try to survive. It's a survival mode. And so she looked at me and she told me, she said, when I found out, she said, I already just learned that I had cancer was hard. But then to look around and learn that I didn't have anybody there by my side was even harder. She said, I don't have family. I don't have friends. She told me, she said, I lived a life alone in my own corner and so I didn't get I didn't really get a chance to acquire people or a social life and so with that being said she said so I had to think about oh my god I need help I need help I'm at a place where I didn't know I never realized I never thought I would have been and I need help and I don't have anyone and so the reason why I add the spirituality there too is because of the fact that she reached to the church she went and this lady decided she was going to join a church, and she did. And she joined this church, and there was a group of women there that took her on. They knew what she was dealing with, so they started going to the store for her, shopping for her, taking her to doctor appointments, helping her out during a trying time because of the fact that they didn't want her to feel like she was alone. And so sometimes, even for those of us who look around and we feel like, hey, do we have anybody in our corner? If the answer is no, it doesn't mean that you can't find people who will be in your corner. So don't look around and don't become sad because you feel like I don't have anybody because there's always somebody. A long time ago, the way it was told to me is the Lord always put a ram in the bush. In other words, he always put somebody there for you when you think that no one's there. Some kind of way you run into the right person at the right time to be able to take on the task to kind of help you and aid you in the manner that you need to be aided. I'm just telling you. However you need that help, it'll be there for you some kind of way. So, anyway, I know you said, Dr. E, what can we do, Dr. E? What can, what can we do? You, you're sitting here and you're talking about aging. You're talking about our health, our finances, and, you know, of course, our social life. What can we do? And I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you. 
I'm going to be very honest with you. Only thing that we can do is do our best. That's the only thing we can do. There's some things we can do something about, and there's some things that we cannot. To be honest with you, that's where that serenity prayer comes into place. It's like there are some things that we can choose to do something about, and there's some things that we go through that there's nothing we can do about. Those women who I was looking at that ended up with cancer, they couldn't do nothing about that. Matter of fact, some of them had already felt like they had done what they were supposed to do to make sure that it didn't happen to them, yet it happened to them anyway. What else could they have done? But there are a lot of things that we can do something about. So that doesn't mean that we don't try. We have to try to keep ourselves up. We have to try to keep our physical and mental health up. We have to try when it comes to our finances to make sure that we're not on the street. And we have to try to build a rapport with people so that we can have someone there. So let's talk about physically. Physically, we need to stay active. That's how we try. We stay active. So whether you're walking at the park, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of times I see these women at the mall. They be walking the mall, walking around the mall, and I thought that's like one of the safest places you can walk. But they be walking around the mall, getting their exercises in early in the morning. And I say, look at these women go. Matter of fact, they be moving better than me and older than me a lot of times. But we have to do our physical exercise. That's one of the ways that we can stay healthy physically. Watch what we eat. And I'm not saying you have to go on a diet. I'm just saying be mindful of what you eat. Don't just pile on the calories. I mean, I, I ain't going to lie to you. There was a time Dr. E would eat that fried chicken morning, noon, and night. I don't know what it was. Either I was swinging through churches, swinging through Williams Chicken, or, or heading over there to Popeye. Either way, I was getting me some chicken. And then, of course, you know it got to come with those french fries. So I had to get to a point where I said, you know what? Let me watch what I eat. And then we got to get some sleep. We got to get some sleep. Sleep is so important. And I'm telling you, all of these things is very helpful when it comes to our physical health. Like, that we have to make sure we stay active. We be mindful of what we eat. We get some sleep. Rest yourself. There's some things it don't make any sense to be up worrying about because there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to lay down and make sure that you, you give yourself some rest. Because that rest will help you not only physically, but it'll help you to be able to think, to make the best decisions. So, in other words, it'll help you mentally as well. And then how do you keep yourself mentally stimulated? Read, right? And I'm not saying you got to get a big, thick book, reference book or whatever. Read on Google. Read. I don't care what you read. Read a magazine, but read. Also, I want you to mentally, I want you to check your moods. Make sure you pay attention to your mood and so that you can maintain yourself. Anyway, financially, I'm done, I'm done with that physically because... You guys know that you should move around. You guys know you should get out, be active, and, and eat well. You know you should go to the doctor and check on yourself. All of these things are things that you have to do physically. Let's talk about financially. Let me move on to that. The question is, have you invested in yourself? If you haven't invested in yourself, you may want to take time to do that. Take time to do that. Look at those doggone, you know, IRAs. I don't know. Them annuities. Them CDs. Check on how you can get yourself ahead. Make sure you have a couple of dollars. Research your Medicare. If you're going to be going into Medicare, you're like, I'm, I'm a little older. You know, I'm looking at Medicare. Research it so you can know what's to come. So you can make sure you pick the right plans. I advise that to everybody because you have to make sure that stuff switch up all the time. And then on top of that, you don't make the right selection. You could be stuck. So make sure you're picking the right thing for yourself because that makes a difference. Create a plan for yourself. Create a plan. Financially, it's like make it a little bit easier. Let me say that. Make it a little easier for those whom you leave behind because they have to bury you. So plan for your burial. Plan for how you're going to provide for your family once you depart. That's all important. And then just realistically, how you going to provide for yourself in general? 
A lot of times I see people who retire and they find themselves having to cut down quite a bit because of the fact that they didn't properly prepare. And depending on how old you are now, you know, that determines how much preparation you can get in. But it can be something. Get with a financial advisor if you feel like you can't figure it out for yourself. But talk with your family about the plan to see if they're going to move you in if something happened to you. Or if they want the things that you want to leave behind or if you need to make different decisions when it comes to it. Either way, the thing about it is for your survival. You have to survive here first and then whatever's left, those whom you love will get that. And then when I talk about social and spiritually, again, be sure to note who is there for you. If no one, join a group to gain a support system. Any kind of group. Like the lady that I was talking about with cancer. She took time to join a church. It don't necessarily have to be a church. You might find other groups of people whom you can reach out to. Whom you can build a report that you can have them to reach out to. Let those whom you love know where they stand in your life. One thing I can say is you don't want to live this life or leave this life without telling those whom you love that you love them. Whoever it is that you love need to know where you stand. If you love them, tell them now. Don't wait until you on your last leg. You don't even know when you're going to get taken out of this world. So be sure that whomever it is that you want to say something to, you say it. Whoever it is, say it. What's the problem? What's the problem? Again, this is where the serenity prayer come in. Those things that you can handle, you can handle. Handle them. Handle them. And then, you know, I was crying about it. I was crying about aging. But as you age, know that you only become wiser. You become wiser each year. It's rough at times. It really is. Trust me, it was rough for Dr. E just to get this extra year on her. But if you don't invest in yourself, it can be rougher. It can be rougher. I had to tell myself that I got this. I was like, Dr. E, you got it. You got it, Dr. E. I'm looking in the mirror. You got it. So I'm going to tell you that you got this also. Getting older don't have to necessarily be a bad thing. I have seen people age, and there's some people who age so beautifully. So beautifully. And there's other people who don't invest in themselves, and when they age, as they age, you can tell that they're aging. We don't want to live that life. So don't wait till the last minute. Plan now for where it is that you want to be for that life of comfort when you calm down and you decide that, you know what, I'm done working. I want to take more time out with my family. I want to take more time out for myself prior to me leaving this world. I'm telling you. Anyway, that's important. But no matter what, the biggest take home I want you to have is as you aging, as you making decisions for your life, do the best you can with it. It don't have to be perfect. It's just the ones that you can make. You do the best you can and that's that. The bottom line is, you got this. This is Dr. E, the Life Savvy Queen. I'm out.